Good morning, guys. It is 7.30 a.m. And I just finished my joint and lit a cigarette. And thought, hey, you know, the past couple podcasts have been about somebody else. So I'm going to circle it back around full circle and make this one about me. If you're not interested, just don't listen. (laughs) It is what it is. Anyways. So... I don't really know where to start. Um, so obviously I have two parents. <laughs> my real dad, I call him my sperm donor. Um, my real father, biological father. He is black. Um, he got my mom knocked up at a party when she was young. 17 and then she didn't find out she was pregnant with me until November like she had her period the whole time didn't find out that she was pregnant until November she thought she had the flu it was shortly before Thanksgiving she said she wasn't feeling well it just kind of got worse and worse so my grandma took her to the hospital Anyway, come to find out, she was eight months pregnant. I was born December, and so she found out in November. But anyway, she was eight months pregnant. This whole time, she had been going about her life, you know, drinking, smoking, partying, you know, whatever, because she didn't know. So she's very lucky that I wasn't born, you know, with a strong arm or something, because <laughs> if she didn't take any fucking vitamins until like two weeks before I was popping out. Anyways, I was born with my umbilical cord around my throat. I came out head first, obviously, so I was, like, choking. I was, like, dying. Um, my mom said I was blue. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if babies can be born blue, but she said, like, I didn't have any oxygen. Like, I was just, I don't know, blue. And... Uh, Anyways, so after they finally got me breathing or whatever, uh, everything seemed to work out, (laughs) you know? I have 10 fingers, 10 toes, so everything seems okay. Um, I do have high blood pressure and I do have PCOS. Does either of those have to affect, have, you know, to come into effect to my birthing? I highly doubt it. But, um... Yeah, so that's that. Uh, My real dad, or my biological dad, told my mom, like, at the hospital that he didn't want, you know, like, he didn't want any responsibilities, of course. Which is cool, you know, because now he's, like, 52 years old, some shit like that. Ain't really got nobody, even though he's got, like, 16 fucking kids. He doesn't claim half of them. Um, I've met so many of my half-brother sisters. Uh, one of them's name is Ryan. How fucking funny is that? Um, and then I met Sydney. I've met just multiple ones. Sydney has a brother. Mm-hmm. Ryan's mom looked 
Or she looks like my mom used to look, like the short hair. She's white, obviously, with the short blonde hair. Like the Karen cut, almost. My mom used to wear it, like, short and spiky, you know? <coughs> Anyways. So, that was weird. And, man, I think me and Ryan probably looked the most alike. I thought me and Sydney looked alike for a while. Except she was a little prettier than me because she don't have the freckles that I have. Um, but then she went and got weight loss surgery done and she lost all of her weight and she kind of, I don't know, she kind of just wasn't as friendly or as like sweet as she was before. So I just like don't even talk to her anymore. Anyways, so that was brief, but I still like Ryan's still on my Snapchat and like I still view her stories and stuff. Um, I'm not going to talk about, like, her personal business because she's been through a lot for someone. She's younger than me, but she's been through a lot for someone who's, you know, so young. So it's not fair of me to, like, go into that just in case she might be listening or someone who knows her might be listening, you know. And Anyways, so um, my mom... Moved on with her life, you know, had to move on. And anyway, she met the guy that I do call my dad. Oh, God, I want to say it was three. But I might have been a little older. I don't know. Anyways, and she was working at the grocery store. And he would, like, constantly come in the grocery store and go through her line and, like, you know stuff like that and uh <laughs> it makes me laugh because I don't see him um being like that like flirtatious I don't know he's just my dad like he's definitely dad or all the way around <laughs> anyways so and I'm really really glad he you know that that happened because he, they divorced. I was already out of the house doing my own thing. Uh, I had already moved to Dallas. I'm not sure if I was already married, but I might have already got married. Anyway, so I was already, like, out doing my own thing. And uh, they got divorced, so whatever. But my dad... He, his name is Kent. He never treated me any different. He never acted like I was just a stepkid. He never, he always called me his daughter. I was in eighth grade. Eighth grade. So I was grown. I was already smoking marijuana. Like, I was in eighth grade when I found out that he wasn't my real dad. Which, I know this might seem weird to everybody, but if you've seen pictures of me and him, everybody would always be like, oh, who's that? And he'd be like, oh, it's my daughter, you know? Or whatever. And people always like, yeah, y'all look alike, you know? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know how, because his blood does not run in my veins, but out of, like, growing up, Honestly, like that even affects it. I don't know. But it was just crazy. Uh, so I was in eighth grade. And I remember 
I was sitting out. We had this little luncheon area, playground slash recess area, um, where we got to spend, I don't know, like a free period out there. Everybody, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, it was our middle school. And so 6th grade had one, like, seating area, bench-covered area, and then 7th grade had a covered area, and then the same for 8th grade. 8th grade was obviously right next to the road, because we're not fucking stupid and going to play in traffic, and 6th grade was all the way up, like, towards the other buildings. Anyway, so one day I'm sitting there at the table with a whole bunch of my friends, and this random car pulls up. And it's some fucking big black guy, right? And when I say big black guy, I mean, like, six, seven, like, just, you know, you could tell him sitting in the car. You could tell that he was tall as fuck, like, his head was touching the roof, you know what I mean? And he starts hollering over. And at first, I'm, like, ignoring him. And he's like, hey, hey, like, deep ass voice, you know? Hey, come here, come here, hey. And so I'm like, guys, make sure I don't get stolen. <laughs> anyway, so I walk over there and I'm like, the fuck's up, you know? Because remind you, I'm in eighth grade, I'm already a pothead, and I don't give a fuck about anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I don't care. So I'm like, the fuck you want, you know? What? What's up, nigga? You know, <laughs> like, fight me. And he slips me a $20 bill. And he says, don't tell your mom. And drives away. Literally, just drives off. And I'm like, mm, free 20, I'm about to get some weed, you know. <laughs> because I wasn't driving or nothing at this point. So, we were on the bus. So, it was like... You know, free 20. What you think I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a sack, you know. So I put it in my pocket. And I walk over and I'm telling people. I'm like, what the fuck, you know, what the fuck. And everybody's like, dude, that's so weird. Like, do you think your mom's having an affair with him? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, because why would he come give me money? Like, obviously, I would I had nothing. I had no knowledge about it, you know. So why would he involve me? That would be fucking stupid. So anyway, I go home that night, and I tell my mom. And she's like, you need to wait for your dad to get home. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I know something he doesn't know. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is about to be juicy. I'm about to get more money off somebody. Like, what's going on? Anyways, so he worked in the oil field or whatever. So he came home. It was fairly late. But I went into their bedroom, and we all sat down and... He broke the news to me that he wasn't my real dad. And this whole time, I'm telling you, since I was, like, three, like, I hadn't known anybody else. So, of course, I'm, like, heartbroken. Like, what? And then he tells me that I'm an Oreo. That's what he called me. But that's my dad. Like, he's just so fucking funny. He's like, yeah, you're an Oreo. Like, you're black and white. He was like, but it doesn't matter what you are, you know. He's like, you're still my daughter. And... I've raised you, and if you choose to want him to be in your life at this point because he brought you $20, then I can't stop you, and I wouldn't stop you. He was like, but you know that I'm always going to be your dad. Which, of fucking course, like, 
I'd known him my whole life. He was my dad. This black guy was just some guy who gave me $20. And hopefully I could still, you know, give more fucking money. <laughs> like, nigga, you owe a lot of back child support. Like, let's figure some shit out. Anyways, so I'm just like, all right, whatever. So obviously the next day, my friends are like, oh, what happened? What did your mom say? Blah, blah, blah. So I told him, I was like, obviously I'm half black, you know? Anyways, well, that's when literally all the black kids that went to my school started coming up to me and being like, oh, well, now that you know, I'm your cousin and I'm your cousin and I'm your brother, you know? And I was just like, this is fucking crazy. But supposedly they knew the whole time, but they weren't, they were told not to tell me and blah, 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 blah. And so anyways, uh, that's when I really became friends with, you know, like Kelby and James and Michael and all them. Because um, at that point, just because, you know, now it was like before they didn't want to talk to me because I didn't want to let anything slip but then you know Kelby started telling me about Aunt Ella and like which is you know my biological dad's sister like just starts telling me all these things and I'm like oh you know I want to meet him I have to meet him you know I don't want to I don't want him to be a part of my life but like I want to meet everybody anyways so, a little bit later, you know, I end up meeting the whole black side of my family, and I love them. Um, except for my bio dad, he's fucking never been around. Still to this day, never fucking comes around. He has high blood pressure, he has all these fucking health problems. Um, he drinks, he fucking just, he's a piece of shit, and he has all these fucking kids that he doesn't take care of, and... He fucking, I don't know. But at one point, my mom tells me, and mind you, this is when I'm a lot younger. At one point, she tells me, don't be mad at him because it wasn't his fault he wasn't around. Your granddad didn't want him to be a part of the picture. So he told him just to get on down the road. And I don't know if this was because he was black or what have you. This was a long time ago, you know. But, and you know how old people are set in their fucking ways. So I don't know if that's the case. And he didn't even have a fucking fighting chance. I don't know if he loved my mom. I think it was just a fucking hookup one time at a party. I don't know. But, honestly, I don't really care. He's had plenty of opportunities between now and then. And... He didn't do anything. He never tried to, like, show up, show out, nothing. So, fuck him. Anyways, so, um, in between, you know, all of that, my mom has two more kids. She has one kid before my dad, which was my little brother, Franklin, and he is three years younger than me. So I was at least three. And I want to say he might have been a year old when him and my my dad. So I was probably four when Kent came into my life. Maybe five. Anyways, so 
there was me and Franklin. And then years later, in 2001, Franklin was born in 1993. <laughs> so years later. I was born in 90. Franklin was born in 93. And then in 2001, my, my mom got pregnant with, actually, it was in 2000 that she got pregnant and then had him in the beginning of 2001. But anyways, her tubes were already tied. She got untied after Franklin. And uh, it was some kind of weird situation that the her tubes grew back together. I didn't know that was a thing. So you should probably always get them burnt and, like, stitched up and whatever. <laughs> because I guess they can grow back together if you just get them tied over time. Anyways, so it had been... Ooh almost 10 years, and she gets pregnant with her little brother. So she names him Chance because, like, wow, that's a crazy, you know, that's crazy. What's the chances? And uh, so then her and my dad have a kid together. So she has three kids. Um, and I have two brothers. Like, that, blood. And then, you know, countless half. But anyways, so um, they end up having a kid, and then they end up getting divorced. I want to say Chance was like 12 or 13. He was old enough that they took into consideration where he wanted to stay. Like, you know, with my mom or with my dad. Anyway, he ends up staying with my dad. And so he, which I think was the best thing, not just because my mom was a raging alcoholic and couldn't get her shit together, but also because my littlest brother has type 1 diabetes. So he has to give himself himself insulin shots, and he's had to since he was so young. And uh, he ended up, like, in a freaking diabetic coma with his sugar over, like, 800 in Cook's. And that's when they found out that he had type 1 diabetes and he was going to have to give himself insulin because his body wasn't making enough insulin. And so he has to watch what he eats and he's not supposed to drink. Well, he's a pothead now. I don't know if anybody knows that, but he smokes. And um, there's nothing... Man, there's so much shit that says that pot is, like, bad for your brain. It makes you stupid. Like, even back in the day, uh, even, like, the military, even doctors, everybody was saying, oh, it's so bad for you. It's bad for you. You shouldn't smoke marijuana and blah, blah, blah. Well, just like anything you smoke, I'm not going to say it's 100% not bad for you. Just like anything that you smoke, including cigarettes, anything that you fill your lungs with that isn't oxygen is obviously bad for your lungs. You get to cough and fucking cough along up. <laughs> However, it's not going to make you mentally retarded it's not going to make you go insane it's not going to 
it's not like meth. It's not like cocaine. It's not like... I don't want to say it's not mind-altering because it kind of is, like... Sometimes my thoughts are all over the fucking place. Sometimes I'm just like, let me sleep, you know? (laughs) But I don't want to get off on a tangent about it. But I have my medical card, like medical now. Like a doctor told me that I could legally smoke marijuana. Isn't that so funny? How... 30 years ago, well, 40 years ago now, like in the 70s, in the 60s, doctors were saying, no, don't smoke marijuana. Like, did they have, it was just, what? And now a doctor says, smoke marijuana. Like, it's just so crazy. When it's the same thing, it's been a plant the whole time. Nothing has to be added to you, and no additives. It's not like you have to mix it with bleach or cut it with acid or, you know, you don't have to do anything like that. It grows from the fucking ground. I know this because I wrote it before. Anyways. So, um, yeah, and then Franklin, he's a little crazy. But we all, you know, we all made it pretty well. And... Our family wasn't rich by any means, but I remember plenty of birthdays and Christmases and and family outings and things that we would do together. And there's a lot that, you know, I've been told that we have done. I just don't remember it. Like my dad said, (laughs) he's such a dick. He's, he said that, um, one night, I was young, like eight. We, it was like Halloween and we stayed up and we binge watched like the Leprechaun movies. And I like lost my fucking shit about it. And ever, ever, ever since after that, I would get freaked out when I saw a midget. He said like I would start crying and I would freak out. So he told me that he used to take me to midget wrestling. Okay, listen, guys, I'm telling y'all this because, first off, he's fucking hilarious. Like, now that's hilarious. Also, this scarred me. I don't like midgets to this day. Um, Is that midget racism? I fucking guess. But if I see a midget, I'm like, what the fuck are you up to? Are you about to pogo stick my fucking body? Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, I just, literally, he scarred me for life. And, uh, I mean, thinking back now that I'm grown, it's kind of hilarious. Like, who the fuck does that? Who goes completely out of their way to find midget wrestling competitions to take their fucking daughter to so they'd freak the fuck out, (laughs) you know? Anyways. (laughs) So, not very many people know that, so that's, that's funny that that just happened. Anyways. uh, Wolves can, uh. What else can I say about me? Um, I have like 20 tattoos. I love tattoos. My uncle, he's passed away. Rest in peace. He was a tattoo artist. And he's done a lot of my work. I've got work done by other people, of course. And I will continue to get work, obviously. Bubba's not here anymore. But I... Um... 
have a lot of tattoos. I have only one on my leg. I got it. My uncle drew it for like in reminiscence of my grandma. She's still alive, but she he drew it for her, and then tattooed it on me. And uh, it's roses and butterflies, and it's beautiful. But that bitch hurt out of all of my tattoos. I even have a tattoo on my finger, on the back of my neck. Like I have tattoos everywhere, except for I have one on my leg, because that hurts so bad. And my mom's legs are completely covered, and my arms are almost completely covered. Like, I'm going to end up sleeving both of them out. And that one felt like, you know when you're shaving, like, your legs, and you splash water into the cut, that, like, burning sensation? I felt that from the moment the needles touched my skin on the outline to the minute the gun shut off after the shading. Like, I felt that burn in my leg the whole fucking time. Which probably doesn't help because I have really, really dry legs. Almost like a, I don't know. I wish, yeah, almost like a rosacea or something. Like, I have, like, really dry, not, like, flaking off or, like, red and, like, crusty looking they're just really dry like which is so weird because the whole rest of my skin I've been told by multiple people that my skin is just incredibly soft but my legs are just fucked off anyways so I won't get any more there but I have uh, obviously I have a mustache on my finger I grew up in the jackass age (laughs) where you know the finger mustache was a thing so I've got, oh, and some guy did that in the basement of his, like, of his friend's mom's house. Like, it wasn't even his mom's house. Anyway, he just did it. And I've had it redone, like, three times because it fades so much. But now it's faded to where it's just kind of, like, spotty. I mean, you can still see the mustache, but, like, some of the spots are, like, heavy-handed looking and some of them are just like circles just because it's faded so much and I've had it redone like three times so at this point it's like fucking scar tissue so I'll probably never get it redone um and my uncle was the last one who tattooed it over it and I was a little bitch about it so I don't want to go somewhere to a shop and be a little bitch like yeah this is like the 15th time this has been gone over so the scar tissue is built up and it hurts like a bitch Anyways, and uh, then I have, I'm working on getting an anime sleeve on my left arm. The only thing I have right now is a tattoo from Full Metal Alchemist, but I have a couple of different ones that I want to get now that I've had to buy a car and do all of this. I don't really have the funds. But when I do, I'm going to keep working on that. My other arm is pretty much covered. I need one more large piece. Um, three sides three sides of my arms are covered. When you're, when you're getting tattoos or a tattoo artist, when you break down an arm, it, if you're breaking it down like an actual sleeve picture, it has like four sides. So you have like the top, which is what you're going to see 
the forearm, like the inside of your forearm. And that's one side, so all right there. And then you have your side, like if you turned your hand with your thumb up in the air like you were hitchhiking, you have that area, that slim area right there is like another side. Then flip your hand, palm up, you know, palm down, that's a side. And then you have that other strip. Anyway, so I have three sides completely covered. And then I have the top has one little thing on it. So I need to get one more pretty big picture. And then I'm going to fill it in with some filler in the background. And then my anime sleeve is obviously going to have a whole bunch of different anime things on it. And then I'm going to fill it in, I think, with some um, Akoski clouds which is from Naruto, but I think that's what I want to have filled in in the background. Before, I was going to get stars and dashes, but I think I'm going to get the stars and dashes filler on my other arm and then fill it in with the clouds. Ryan gave me that idea, and I've kind of loved it since then. Anyways, I have one on the back of my neck. I have my, both my collarbones are done. I want to get one in between my boobs, like a cute little like mandolin thing. But, yeah, that would involve somebody looking at my boobs. I've had my nipples pierced before, though. I took them out. I wore them for, I don't know, like six months or so. They kept getting caught on every fucking thing. And then one of them held up fine. The other one started getting a little pussy or something. And then it started getting tender. And I just felt like it was infected, and I didn't want my nipple to fall off. I was just like, no. And it felt like people were more soft with them when they were pierced than they are with your nipples when they're not pierced. Because I like, you know, you know, like rough. And um, when they were pierced, like, it was just like, bing, 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 like little like little you know and that was lame so anyway I took them out so if I could have somebody pierce my nibs then I should definitely be able to have somebody tattooed between my breasts but my mind works in mysterious ways anyways all right well I'm looking at my clock right now and it says that it's eight o'clock so that means I've been talking for 30 minutes and so I'm gonna wrap this up because I do have other things to do today and then I have to go close my store tonight and then I'm off the next two days um me and Ryan kind of broke up this morning so the next two days I have no idea what I'm gonna do I might go down to my hometown and see everybody down there just so I'm not at home sitting alone with my thoughts the whole time um because I need to get over him like he fucking mm, I'm tired of him standing me up all the time Anyways, all right, well, that wraps it up. Like I said, I'm going to get off here. I hope you have a great day and catch my next podcast. All right, bye.